my gosh, 2023. What? Do we sound more relaxed? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, welcome back. My name is Demi. And I'm Melissa. And this is the Beauty Beast Podcast. It's been a minute. We were supposed to come back January. We Well, it's, it's technically, technically January 31st, January. Melissa. I mean, uh, technically. <laughs> no, uh, we ended up extending it a little bit longer because, to be honest, January ended up presenting itself to be a pretty busy month for both of us, too. So pretty much. We wanted to head into it totally clear-headed. And, uh, and we're in a different location. We're not yes. recording in the salon. We're currently recording in my dining room. So I don't know how the sound's going to be, but how, Theo? You, you may hear our uh, dogs tap dancing around the back. Theo keeps uh, bench hopping from one bench to the other to hang out. Yes, I was not petting him and he saw my hand in my lap. <laughs> like, hello. <laughs> Um, but it was definitely a much needed break. I'll say that after we signed off with you guys, I guess that's what you'd call it. Like, right. Signing off. Yeah. Um, we ended 2022. Yeah. I mean, the holiday season. Brutal. Uh, oh yeah. Me and <laughs> Melissa both were looking at each other. Like, what did we do? Um, yeah, it was, <clears throat> it was, I've never experienced burnout like that. No, that was, was next level burnout. Yes. I completely agree. Or I think I forgot, like, I think I forget, like, every year what my burnout feels like. And this year just felt really burnouty. Well, maybe because I don't remember the burnout because my brain's like, yeah, we're never doing that again. I'm erasing that. Yeah, you block it out every year. <laughs> so I, by Julian turned 40 at the end of um, November, and I turned 30 a week before Christmas. So. We had always talked about doing like a trip or a vacation because that's two big birthdays. Mm -hmm. We'd celebrate them in the same year. So I ended up finding this, you know, cruise and it seemed like the most convenient thing where we're not like super far out of town. And we went away the first week of December. Which is crazy. And it was so (laughs) great in certain ways, like the best vacation. We had so much fun. A few of our friends came in, then my brother-in-law and sister-in-law But I will tell you that taking a vacation in December was probably one of the wildest things I ever did. Like I came back and I felt like I ran a marathon. Well, and then after that, you had family in town. Yes. Like twice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I did. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a really beautiful holiday season. But by the time Christmas and New Year's, that break that you and I both take, I think we both can agree that we were very much ready Oh yeah. I just, I hustled all through December and it was like that week in between Christmas and New Year's. That was my end goal. And I was so exhausted and so burnt out. Like I think I spent two days in my house with the cats, like just not moving, like no TV, no nothing, just kind of like sitting inside. Yeah. I pretty much did the same thing because, well, to compensate for that first week, I worked like pretty much all the Tuesdays through Mm -hmm. the month of December. And then I was working till late. So I was there, you know, starting off at least at nine. And then I really wasn't leaving until nine. And then, I mean, Rochelle, was the MVP because the two of us were getting out some <laughs> nights by like nine thirty ten, just trying to get everybody in before the holidays. Yeah. Um, so this newer pace is definitely welcomed. Like it's, 
Yeah, that was, I know we talked about before we signed off with the podcast, like Mm -hmm. our goals. Yeah. And I was actually thinking about it this morning, like as I was getting ready to come over, I was like, you know, it's funny. I said that I wanted to be like more active on Instagram and it's like, yeah, I don't know that that's going to happen. <laughs> no, like, I feel like you are. A- but then I also think it's really cool because it's layered with this new journey you're going on. Um, okay. I am so sorry. Please excuse me. Our dogs just decided to live their best lives for a minute there. And this is pet parenthood. Um, they're playing. Don't so worry. they are playing. Everybody know that they're playing, but our big puppy Morty just assumes everything is a game. So, um, you know, it's funny. Julian said this morning, do you think that they're going to be fine? I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Cause in my mind, my dogs are chill, but they're not. Well, that's one of our 2023 goals is to get my mess of an office like, and make, at it, my a house, podcast and make it a podcast room. Melissa's cats are far quieter. <laughs> um, but no, like I want to be active on Instagram, but it's just going to look different. I think this year, like I don't mind like being more active, like in my DMS or comments or like reacting to stories and obviously like posting and stuff like that. Yeah. But I feel that a lot of the times like social media, it's like, if it's on, if it's not on social media, did it, it, even it ha- didn't happen? Yeah. Like, and that's fine. Like it doesn't need to mm-hmm. be on social media. Like I want to live in the moment. I want to take a step back and like find that balance. Like, yeah. 2023 is just like redefining my balance with my business. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of is for sure a similar chapter that I'm on, but I think it's spilled over into like personal stuff Mm -hmm. for me too. Um, I actually like had just put together something as just like a January wrap up more or less. Uh, You know, between Christmas and New Year's, Julian and I had talked about a lot of stuff and just I am so thankful for these last few years, but mm. I kind of just as I had referenced even in the last month of January, but there were like some very high highs and then some tough lows, you know, which everybody has and of we course. all go through. And I just was rounding out to a place and I'm sure it's also like as you mature too, um, because, you know, I turned 30 this year and now I know it all. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but you kind of realize like you don't have time for the bullshit, like not it's meaning true. like you don't have time for people around you. That's not bullshit, meaning you don't have time to feed into like the negative and the negative mm-hmm. energy and just, you know, sitting in a space that's probably not as healthy mindset wise. And I think when you don't have a healthy mindset, it spills over into your work environment too. Inevitably, Mm -hmm. um, things get to you a little bit easier. You get frustrated a little bit easier. And so that week between Christmas and New Year's, I really started to sit back and be like, but why? And I started to, you know, have some like hard conversations with myself of things I probably wasn't doing that were productive to myself and in turn productive to my work environment Mm -hmm. and so I promised to head into January with that and then um, we experienced a family loss right as January began and so like we walked into work New Year's Day we're like let's do it like super fresh we were like recording and getting content together for plaid and pinned working on hats and you know by January 2nd um, 
that family loss came. And so it didn't totally change like the trajectory we're on, but I think it kind of... It shook it. Right. And it refocused me a little bit. And I didn't feel that motivation to post in certain lights, like if that makes sense. Of course. Um, And that's okay, which I think that's what I'm meaning with social media from my side is we've been kind of programmed to feel that we have to provide content and you do yes it's part of your business right, but if it's you want to grow and whatever right you don't have to put everything on social media absolutely you don't and you don't have to feel that you have to live in like a box I think um one of the things that I struggle with social media and just in seeing like the relationship it can kind of form when it's your personal social media mm-hmm. in comparison to like because we have a few, clearly. We have the salon social media. Right. We have the hat social media. We have the branch house social media. It's a little different when you're sitting behind something and it's not your face attached to it, right? Mm-hmm. So you can post about the cabin or you can post about the hats and there's something else tangible outside of you. Right. And so I think what I see like that's happened a lot in this last year is so many creators or so many creative people that have social media that focuses like their account around them and who they are, are going through these weird seasons of kind of hitting, I don't want to say weird, like it's a negative, by the way. Well, I don't it mean it like a, your life is not your life. Now your life is content. And curated. Right. And I keep seeing it happen on almost like a constant basis now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you would agree or disagree. And I think we can both agree that sometimes when you feel like you're in a position of like creating content that has to stay consistent, Mm -hmm. it feels a little robotic. Right. You're like, you're not living in that moment. You're like, oh, this would be great content. Right. Like, and I don't, I mean, yes, I do nails, but you know what? Like we all share personal side on our, you know, whatever it is, whether you have, you know, share some personal in your stories or whatever, however you do it. I just, I don't feel the need to do that as much. Yeah. But then what I think is cool is like watching your social media this month. I've seen now like your spillover from your personal promises to yourself Mm -hmm. come into your social media. And that's where I really like appreciate when people don't feel like you have to live within this like same tones, same edits, same right. everything. Like you can express yourself and it only has to be like your business goals with nails. Like, no, you're talking about the changes that you've now made that is helping you be clear headed and clear minded. And it's spilling over into your, right. your like work life. Yesterday I posted in my stories, like a question box and like somebody had said like, what you know, what oh, is yes. coming up like, I did see this. professionally yes. for me. And, you know, not that I don't want to experience, I think we all want to experience more like professional growth or whatever, but it looks different. So <laughs> they're playing again. Yes. Anyways, we just so- love. <laughs> it's Morty. So, but, you know, we all experience like pr- professional growth differently so I don't necessarily like my business is in a good place not that I don't want to see it grow or flourish more or that I don't necessarily have like other goals but right now my goal is just to 
maintain a healthy balance and like reestablish that for me. So, you know, I've poured my heart and soul into my business to get it where I want it for the last six years. But like over that time, it's almost like you lose a little bit of yourself. Yes, I completely not, agree. I mean, not that I don't know who I am or whatever, but you know, you put so much of your heart in the soul and I show up so much for my clients. Absolutely. Like, now the flip side of that is just, I need to show up for me. I completely agree. And I think that that's like the biggest, it's kind of the biggest struggle that I see so many people create with social media, be, or not create, but I see people face it with social media because it's like you're going through something personally, but then, or even if you're not, you just might not feel motivated to post mm-hmm. that month, but then you feel like you have to because you have to show up to put this persona on that you've exactly created. And like this all started like for me, just because I know I had mentioned like at the end of last year before we took our break, you know, I started like working out more, which I never thought that I was a workout person, but she is folks, but apparently I am now, (laughs) but just because like, I want, you know, I'm in my forties and you know, I don't want to, I want to prevent whatever health issues that could arise and whatever. So But doing that more and like making that time for me on a regular basis, I was like, oh, I kind of dig this. So I carried that over obviously into 2023. I hired a nutrition coach. So now I'm like trying to eat better and, you know, give my body the fuel that it needs. And it's felt great. So now I'm working out, I'm eating better. You know, I've now forced my husband to go on walks at least once or twice a week, which is, which great. is a mm-hmm. miracle. That's a big deal. <laughs> That's a big deal. But like now that I'm doing all of this for me and showing up for myself, like it's kind of like January was like, why the fuck wasn't I doing this before? I know. And it's, it's crazy. Cr- and it's something so simple. It's like, well, duh, what do you mean? Like, even I think scheduling lunch breaks, like January, I was like, when I implemented that. So now mm-hmm. I have like a 30 minute lunch every day. Yeah. Whereas like that hustle mindset was like, no, you could fit in somebody else or you could, you know, wiggle your day around and get one more client in. And it's right. like, no, but I need to eat. Yeah, no, it's completely, I mean, I guess like uh, I feel that again because then I lost the routine. I I don't even know if I've referenced this. I probably did. You know, like I mm-hmm. had a little bit of a weight loss transformation. Right. Uh, I think like two years ago now and I had, um, you know, had just realized that I had really only poured myself into work, not right. poured myself into um, my you know, myself, my health. And I was the biggest I ever was. Not that it was only from a cosmetic reason, but I was 28 years old and I was looking at myself and I'm like, I'm getting out of breath, walking up a hill. Like I was like, this is not it. Like, right. And so that introduced me onto my fitness journey at that time too. And I can use the example of like, I, I try my hardest to stay pretty consistent and allow myself at least three days a week to be active because sometimes Mm -hmm. with our schedule, I can fall apart more and I'm not perfect. So three days seems very attainable for me, but, um, through November and December, 
it completely fell apart. Like we were working nonstop. And one thing to reference is despite Julian and I being together all the time between work, home, all of Mm -hmm. that stuff, we do choose to be active together. Um, And that tends to be kind of therapeutic for each of us. And, uh, you know, some people might be like, do you guys ever get sick of each other? Yes, we do. (laughs) They do. (laughs) So, But we do choose to do that. And I will be honest, when we are eating better, when we are consistently active and we're following a true schedule we are our best versions of ourselves we're clear-headed we're coming into Mm -hmm. work focused on working but also focused on getting out of work so then that way we have time to do our workout we have time to make dinner we're not sitting down at 10 o'clock at night to eat and when we had completely lost that routine in that last month of the year I noticed how much it affects every aspect. Like right. it, it affects work where you're overwhelmed there. It affects home where you're kind of at each other just because you don't have that release. Mm-hmm. And then on top of it, your sleep schedule turns out to be completely off because honestly, being active and eating well does affect your sleep schedule course, genuinely. Yeah. And so I remember by the time we were like at Christmas Eve when we were finally both done working, I was like not even excited to have like holiday food because I felt like I had, you know, like kind of eaten like crap and done all of that all through December and overworked. I was like, I just could like, right. You don't care. Which I was like, oh, that's not how we normally are. So I guess I can use that as a solid example as how important it is to prioritize yourself outside of work because mm-hmm. you're only as good as what you put into yourself, you know, and I think going back to the hustle culture, um, we have, I think especially you and I were still a part of the like, in order to be successful, you have to put your all into it and you yes. definitely should, but now I see the conversation shifting where it's like you can put your all into it, but you can put your all into yourself too. Exactly. It needs to be a balance for sure. And I don't know, this year it was just like totally me finding that balance and realizing that I needed it. Mm -hmm. Like I think even in my stories one day I was like, who schedules lunches? And everyone was like, uh, everybody. And I'm like, oh, so it, I'm left. I was the last man right. standing. And, and me. <laughs> Both of us. Um, but I mean, it's been nice. And it's just, it's 30 minutes out of my day. Do I take yeah. that whole 30 minutes to eat? No, because I still shovel my but food But you have a mouth. second to digest. Like, you have and a second to talk. To like chill. Yeah. And like decompress for a few minutes. And mm-hmm. it doesn't affect my bottom line, you know, which was always, like, for some reason, like, a deep seated fear like oh if I take a 30 minute lunch like I'm gonna lose money and it's like uh no you won't you're yeah. fine <laughs> yeah no I I'm not a lunch taker and that's like slowly shifting for myself too um I got to a point where I was like squeezing everybody in before mm-hmm. the holidays and I was doing it for a little while and it was just not servicing anybody well including myself right um but also too like I I was genuinely overbooking myself because I was just worried where I was going to put everybody I'm going to be transparent and honest about it yep heading into this year I'm not doing that anymore like the truth is is you know if if 
my day is booked. My day is booked, like reading it and seeing it for the truth and not being uncomfortable with the no again. And I also think it's like, okay to say these things. I I think the other thing with coupling it with social media is we always like almost all want to present this boss babe mentality where like, you know, nobody fucks up or nobody goes backwards a little bit or Mm -hmm. nobody makes mistakes. And I don't think that's fair because we all make mistakes. We all need to see things and repivot. So just as I've sat here and said boundaries and this and that, and we're going to do this and we set all these goals, it's also okay to say I probably let go of some of my boundaries over the holidays and realized I needed to pump the brakes and get a little bit of control back to it again. Oh, definitely. A hundred percent. Like this coming week, the week that we're entering into like I had booked and scheduled it during the holiday madness because I have family coming into town next week. Mm -hmm. So it's like I have no lunches this week. I'm overbooked. And I'm like, why the fuck did I do this? Like I could have just said no, but I was still in like that different mindset. And it's like, the new me is looking at the old me and going, you stupid fucking bitch. (laughs) (laughs) But that's self-growth. And honestly, like I think so many times more than not, like you'll find that when you do prioritize yourselves, your clients are usually supportive of it. Like, oh my God, yes. It, it, They're not going to be like, oh my God, that's horrible. Like I hear every single one of your clients talking to you about you these new goals like, right. and being excited with you. Like it's not like they think you're taking away from them by pouring into yourself. No, and I think there was even one day at the salon where I had like just finished eating. I had been sitting down like on my quote unquote lunch for like 10 minutes. So I Mm -hmm. still had like 20 minutes of my lunch break left and my client walked in and everyone like came into the room and they're like, Melissa, your client's here. I'm like, okay, well, I'm on my lunch break Mm -hmm. and she'll be cool. Yeah. She hasn't texted me. She's chilling on the couch, like whatever. And then I think I walked back out like maybe 15 minutes later and I was like, hey, sorry, I was just finishing up lunch. And she's like, oh no, I knew I was early. Like it's totally fine. Right. So sometimes I feel like we build up those things for ourselves. Like we get all like in a tizzy, like, and then like you realize that the client's probably cooler than you think. Well, like, and I think it was also because I wasn't like at my desk and I was chilling in the break room and like mm-hmm. no one ever sees me chilling in the break room. Everyone's like, oh, Melissa, your client's here. Yeah. <laughs> like we had to tell Melissa her client was right? here. <laughs> yes. But I mean, it was perfectly fine. Like my client wasn't mad. We like she they all want me to eat. You know what I mean? Like. There's nothing wrong with it. No, and that is exactly what I mean with it. I mean, I would hope if you have a client that gets annoyed by you choosing you Uh, or bettering yourself. You need to get a new client. That's not even like a red flag. That's like a red, like a, what are those spark guns? Like a flare gun. (laughs) All the warnings are going off. Like not even one. No. Um, But no, I definitely think it. This was a great time for both of us to kind of reflect and realize because, you know, it's funny. Melissa and I talk about hustle culture a lot. um, And we were talking about it through the holidays privately, her and I. And that's like a whole episode we have reserved for the future because we do have some opinions um, as far as like what 
hustle cultures come into. And, um, you know, there's certain things that I completely agree with. And there's certain things that, uh, given the economy we're kind of heading into, right. I guess is what we'd say. Uh, I do think that there is the ability to see that somebody double booking or focusing on retouch services or focusing on smaller services mm-hmm. is not something to be condemned or to be deemed the hustle culture. Right. That's my only thing I'll say, and then I'll get off my soapbox with that. But I do definitely think that we both realize that being a slave to work a few days out of the week and you know, putting yourself into the position of just working like nonstop without that break for lunch or without a minute to breathe really doesn't serve any purpose, any purpose. For, for any type of success either. So I think that this was a really great lesson for both of us to see. Oh, yeah. There are plus sides of shifting the mentality in the workplace, um, which maybe before this little blurb, we may have had a different opinion. Right. And so now it's kind of shifted that for us, which is totally fair. And I'm excited to see what 2023 has to offer. That's right. New year. New us, baby. Maybe by (laughs) the third one in, we're going to be like, let's talk about meditation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Meditation's awesome, to be clear. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Uh, Listen, now that I'm like a fully licensed member of like the Peloton cult. Like I live for the blue check mark every day, but I don't work out every day, but I have found that doing a five minute morning meditation, like yeah. gives me that validation no, and check. Mark. I do so. have to say like, I, I will have to circle back and try out the meditation. I'm such a busy body in my brain myself that I'm like, Oh my God, if you give me five minutes of uninterrupted time, my brain's going to go to some wild, places uh, no you know which one is the best the sleep meditation oh I sleep so hard when That's I do good. those like I'm just like <sighs> see I could do <laughs> me just putting on an audiobook puts me to sleep like that like I'm like within two seconds I'm like oh god um no but I'm definitely excited because I feel like it's really cool because it's kind of I guess you'd call it two different seasons, right? This is our second season of the podcast, but I think you're going to see even a different version of us this coming year in comparison to last year, just as we learn and grow together. Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So we're back, baby. Yeah, we're back, but we're more (laughs) peaceful-ish, maybe. We're we're here. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're super excited and um, yeah, I appreciate you guys tolerating a few of those moments between Morty and Theo. And the patience and thank you to everyone who reached out to like both of us and was like, when is the podcast coming back? Yeah, it made us realize people actually listen. I know, we're like, it's coming back, we promise. Yes, we're back. So we appreciate it and as always, you can find us on Instagram at the Beauty Beast Podcast. Yes, and feel free to email email us. Wow, excuse me, that was a hard word to get out. Um, email us over at thebeautybeastpodcast at gmail.com. Yep, and until next time. Until next time. See you later.